0: Welcome to Virtual virtual Church. Welcome to to Virtual Church. Welcome 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 to to virtual virtual church. Welcome to 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 Churchill Church. Welcome to Churchill Church. Hi everyone, we want to welcome all our church family from Cowinning and Air, the Bridge Church, and everyone that's tuning in this morning. It's a special day, it's Mother's Day. And I just want to send a message of love to all of you mothers. I think you're doing an amazing work, homeschooling children, keeping them amused, keeping the peace in your home. Some of you are out working, perhaps you're a frontline worker with the NHS, or you're teaching, or you're in retail. Whatever it is you're doing, I commend you. I think it's great. It's not easy, you know, we do so many things as mothers and as grandmothers and you're doing a great job. So we want to tell you that we love you and we appreciate you and we honour you, all you mothers. I'd like to just share a um, couple of funny things about mothers. I was thinking about some of the great people that have been born into the world? What about Christopher Columbus's mother? She probably said, it doesn't matter what you've discovered, Chris, you could have written. Or what about Michelangelo's mother? She maybe have said to him, why can't you just draw in the walls like everybody else instead of messing up the ceiling? Or what about Napoleon's mother? She probably said, I don't care what you think, take your hand out from the inside pocket of your jacket. Or Goldilocks mother, she got a bill in for broken chairs and had to say, do you know anything about this? Or Albert Einstein's mother, you know, with his hairdo, it was, you could have combed it before the school photo. Or what about Thomas Edison's mother? It doesn't matter what you've done about electric light, get the light out and get to sleep. But you know, these were all great people, but they all had a great mother, and I'm sure a praying mother. And that was one of the things that my mom taught me. She taught me religion. She said to me, you'd better pray that the stain comes out that carpet. She taught me time travel. She said, if you don't straighten up, I'm going to kick you into beyond. No, she didn't say that. I'm only teasing. But um, thank God for mothers. But we also have um, special services coming up in the Christian calendar, Easter Sunday. It won't be long now till we celebrate Easter Sunday, and we're trusting That as a church, we'll have our doors open and we'll be able to celebrate Easter together. It's been so long since we've been able to come together as a church. I'm thankful, though, that you have the opportunity to go into virtual church. I have been enjoying it every week because we need our spirits to get fed. We need that. We need the encouragement from the Word of God. But there's so much more to it when we're with one another. We can draw strength and encouragement from one another. So don't miss our Easter Sunday service. You're all very welcome. And get the word out. Invite people to come along and join us. But keep your eye on um, the church website in bridge-church.com, if you need to know more details about church opening, how many people were allowed, all of that, keep in touch. I want to share a message this morning that's very dear to my heart, especially in the run-up to Easter. You know, when I think about everything that Jesus did for us on the cross, I am so thankful. I want to talk about redemption. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. I think it's a good thing for us to bless the Lord, to praise him, to worship him. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know, the cross was a place of sacrifice, The cross was a place of suffering, but it was also a place of redemption and benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. One of the benefits at the cross was forgiveness. We need to know that we are forgiven. No matter how bad we think we've been or how bad it was that we've done, we need to know that God forgives us and he loves us. Don't think that you're a lost cause. You are not a lost cause. God forgives you and releases you and heals all your diseases. Thank God that at the cross Jesus bore our sickness, our diseases on himself. We've been redeemed from sickness and who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Do you know that our lives have been redeemed from destruction? The word redemption means to buy back. It means to purchase again. There's a lovely story that I heard many, many, many years ago that I want to share with you. It was about this wee boy that made a sailboat. He created this wee sailboat. It was really special to him. He took so much time over it. He painted it. He got got the sails on. He named it, and it was his pride and joy. He just loved this wee sailboat. He'd put everything that he could into this sailboat. And the day came when he took it down to the river to sail it. But what happened was the river was uh, it had been raining and the river was quite high and the wee boat sailed away and the wee boy couldn't get it back. He lost his boat, his most treasured possession, and he really missed that boat. He mourned over that boat, and um, many many years later he was walking past a shop. And he looked in the shop window, and there in that shop window was that sailboat. He knew it was his, it had the name written on the side. He went into the shop and he said to the shop owner, The sailboat in the window. He said, That was my sailboat. I made that boat. You know, the first day I sailed it, it got lost down the river. Can I have that boat? And the shop owner said, you're welcome to the boat, but you'll have to buy it. And he had quite a high price on it because it was such a unique boat. That's not every one of us that God created. Every one of us is unique. So the young man went away, saved up his money, came back with the price for the boat and paid it in full and he got his boat back and he said, you were lost and I found you again. You're twice mine. I think that's a great story about redemption. We were lost, but God paid the price, the full price and bought us back. And we're twice his, we belong to him. That's great news. That's great news that you have a God that loves you so much that created you, made you unique, and he's got great plans for you. You could be a champion for God. You know, champions aren't born. Champions are made. Champions are designed. You could be a champion for God. Every one of us can be God's champion. So the Hebrew word for redemption is ga'al, G-A-A-L, ga'al, and it means redeemer or near kinsman and we see a great illustration of that in the book of Ruth where Boaz, who was her near kinsman, redeemed Ruth by marrying her. He redeemed her, he took care of her, he provided for her. I think that's a great illustration of how we are the bride of Christ and as our bridegroom he bought us paid for us, and we're married to him, we're the Bride of Christ, his church. Isn't that wonderful? But in the Greek, there's different words for redemption. One of them is agorazo, and it refers to the marketplace of slaves. You see, every one of us born into this world was born into the bondage of sin. You know, sin's no word that we hear much nowadays. You'll hear, all oh, missing the mark or mistakes or whatever. But really, every one of us were born into that through no fault of ours, but it came down from Adam. And God had to make a plan to redeem us. He had to make a plan to buy us back so that we could be twice his. And that plan... Was manifest in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He redeemed us. He was the one that paid the price for us. We were in the marketplace of slaves, and it takes a free man to free a slave. So there was no one that was born into this world apart from Jesus, because he was born into this world free from sin. He was the only one that could buy us back. In Revelation 4. 5 verses 9, it says, And they sang a new song, saying, You're worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue, people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. You know, last week's message on ruling and reigning, Was so good last Sunday's message. If you haven't heard that message, you need to go and listen to it. We are to rule and reign as sons, as kings, as priests to God. But we can see there that Jesus went into the marketplace of slaves, he entered that marketplace and he bought us back. And you know, if you read any um, history on what those marketplaces of slaves were like, it was awful, it was terrible. Slaves were slapped to see how much pain they could endure, they were ridiculed, people looked at their teeth, sometimes they had to be, they had to disrobe, and they were paraded in front of everyone. You know, if you look at what Jesus took in the cross, he took all of that he was disrobed, he was pro he was um, he was scourged, he was beaten, all of that, that was the treatment that slaves got, and that was the treatment that he got on our behalf. He entered that marketplace of slavery to redeem us. Another of the Greek words is ex agaraza, and the prefix ex means out of. So we were sold under sin and bondage to things that only Jesus could free us from. It tells us that in Romans 6, we were born into that bondage. You know, if you've ever been in bondage to anything, and I'm sure there's things we've all been in bondage to, sometimes we think, are we ever going to get free from this? I'm too weak, I can't do this on my own, will I ever be free from this? you know, but in our weakness, we can let Jesus become our strength and he'll redeem us from that bondage. He'll get us out of that. He takes us out of these things. It says in Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. The a Passion Translation says, Yet Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For it is written, everyone who is hung in a tree is doubly cursed. You know, another illustration of this is in the Old Testament in Hosea. Hosea and Gomer, we know the story God speaks to Hosea and tells him he's to marry this prostitute called Gomer. And she was a type of Israel, how God's people had prostituted themselves. They were worshipping false gods, idol worship. They turned their back on God and all his ways. And let me say this, God doesn't give us his ways to walk in to make life difficult. If we'll walk in his ways, it actually protects us and ensures us of safety, security, stability, and strength. We're so thankful for that, that his ways, they might not be man's ways, but they're the best ways, believe me. So, Hosea marries Gomer and they're together, they have three children, and then she leaves him and goes back into prostitution. She commits adultery and goes from there into prostitution. She's back in that marketplace of slaves. Someone would buy her, use her up, she goes back on. Someone else would buy her, use her, and she's back on. She's back into that bondage of slavery. But then God speaks to Hosea and says, go and buy her back. Now. She was a beautiful young woman, but by this time, she's used up, she's tired, she's worn out. She's just, she's not the young woman she used to be. And it says in Hosea 3.1, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them and Haseah buys Gomer back. I want to tell you today, you might have been at one time walking with God, serving God, love God, you may have backslidden. God loves you. Don't think that he won't give you another chance. You can have a fresh new beginning spring is sprung we're going into the time and new season of a new beginning you can receive that today just go back to God tell him you're sorry get into that place with Jesus you're not too far gone don't believe those lies God loves you he loves you so much it's never too late to return to God Another Greek word for redemption is lutrosis, and that means to make full payment. It means to ransom. In Hebrews 9 verse 12, the Passion Translation says, "'And he has entered once and forever into the holiest sanctuary of all, not with the blood of animal sacrifices, but the sacred blood of his own sacrifice, And he alone has made our salvation secure forever. You know, one of the most valuable commodities in this world is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't know that. They don't know the power in the blood of Jesus. You know, have you ever been, you know, if you've ever been house hunting and you're looking at houses, When you walk around the house, you've got to watch what you're saying. You know, if you go around saying, Oh, this is perfect. Oh, I can just see this. Yeah, we could do this here. You know, when someone knows just how much you want something and value something, they tend to put the price up. (laughs) You know, we were on the slave block and when Satan knew just how much God loves and values us, he raised a price. I could just imagine that conversation with God. You want them back. You want your creation back. You want these men and women back. This is the price. This is the price. Your own son He has to pay the price in full for every one of them. But thank God he loved us so much. He valued us so much. He paid the price. Jesus went willingly to the cross. How do I know that? Because it says he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. You are the joy. Your new life in Christ was the joy that was set before him. I think that is fantastic. We need to praise God for that. We need to be thankful for that. The gospel may be free, but it didn't come cheap. It didn't come cheap. The highest price ever paid for anything or anyone was paid for you. The fourth word in the Greek for redemption is apoleutrosis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these right, but I think that's right, apoleutrosis. And that um, is, is the full payment for a slave's freedom. It also means to return to its original state. It says in Ephesians 1.7, Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins, total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. In the Amplified Bible, it says, in him we have redemption, That is our deliverance and salvation through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of his grace. Thank God for the grace of God. Thank God for that. Thank God that we don't get get into right standing with him by getting everything right. But it's by his grace. You see, we're not saved by faith. We're saved by grace through faith. Hallelujah. Through faith, by grace. And you know, God graces us. Even through all this stuff we're going through with COVID and everything, he gives us the grace to be able to get through even the most difficult of things. Thank God for his grace, the capacity to be who we need to be and do what we need to do. Galatians 4, 7 says, Therefore you are no longer a slave, bond servant, but a son or a daughter. And if a son and a daughter, then also an heir, through the gracious act of God, through Christ. God wanted us back in our original state, not just as his child, his son, his daughter. You know, if you ever look at the genealogies in the Bible, I tend to, to be honest, I don't, I tend to try and skip them, but... If we look in Matthew and in Luke, these genealogies are important because it gets us back to our source. And, you know, in Matthew, in the genealogy of Jesus, it goes back to where he came from, David, and it goes right back. But in in Luke, it, it goes right back to, in verse 38, the son of Enosh the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Oh, 1 Corinthians 15, 45 said, So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul, an individual. The last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit, restoring the dead back to life. You see, we were dead in our sin, but we were restored back to life. Jesus said, I've came to give you life in all its abundance. That's not just talking about life when we get to be with God in heaven. Eternal life is absolute life, it's Zoe life, it's full life, restored to our original condition. There was no sickness, there was no sin. You might say, but all of these things, sickness is in the world, look at COVID, sin is in the world. Yes, because the, the world is still struggling under the God of this world system, Satan. But we've been redeemed for that. Positionally, we are seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. But this is where we, we are to live out the life and the spirit that Jesus came to give us. We've been redeemed from all of the things that held us in bondage. We've been bought back. We belong to get God. you were bought with a price. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. All things become Brand new. We have a brand new season ahead of us. We can celebrate together the Easter resurrection when Jesus, who loved us so much, gave his life for us, redeemed us, and he rose again from the dead. And not and didn't he stop there. He gave us the life-giving Holy Spirit. He's the one, and he's no out there somewhere. He lives in us. He's in us, He's for us. You can be a champion for God. Just receive Jesus. Receive that gift of redemption. Receive it by faith that you have been redeemed. I mentioned earlier in Psalm 103, who forgives all our iniquities. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you can come to him just ask him to come into your life as your redeemer and your savior and he'll forgive you and take you into his forever family and love you and care for you you can do that now just receive him as your redeemer god bless you all i pray that This message has encouraged you and maybe given you some new insights into the love of our Heavenly Father. As we approach the Easter season, it's always good to read the Gospels and to think about the price that was paid for us. We look forward to coming together as a church and just go out there and be God's champion. Go out there and be the man and woman or woman you were created to be be a champion for God. We love you. Let's just pray. Father, I thank you for every person that's tuned into this message this Sunday morning, Mother's Day. Lord, I pray for all the mothers and the fathers. I pray for families today. Father, I pray that you would grace them, give them the capacity they need to put Christ first in their life and to demonstrate your love, your forgiveness and your goodness to one another and to those outside. To others, Lord God, let them see the reality of the love of God. Let them walk out your word, Father, and let them never forget your benefits. Well, just pray this, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your peace and your grace for them. Thank you, Father. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.